We do have our guest in the studio with us for the next half an hour. Warren Sisko will be stopping by, but in the meantime, let's roll out some music from Warren, recorded in his home studio, uh, his living room, basically, uh, as Warren, I think, told me. This is a, uh, a song that is part of a, a CD of home recordings he made for friends, and he shared with us here on WRFA. This is the opening track of the uh, eight tracks on that CD. It's called Just Because. And on the other side of this, Warren will be with us in the studio right here on Arts on Fire. something that nobody else has got well you went out and you spent all my money laughed and called me old santa claus i'm telling you baby i'm through with you because just Hey, welcome back to Arts on Fire. That was music from Warren Sisko. And as promised, we have him joining us in the studio right now. Warren Sisko, local musician, longtime local musician. Happy to have you on the air here on WRFA. Thanks for taking time out and talking with us. Sure thing, Jason. Happy uh, to be here. Yeah, happy to be here and talking with, uh, from my point of view, a, a local legend, at least in local music, because I've known you've been playing in and around the area for a long time. We've had you on the air before years ago, but it's been a while, so I'm glad to have you back on the air. And uh, maybe a good place to start out with is for our listeners. It's just a little bit about yourself. Where are you from, Warren, and how long have you been playing music? I'm from Ellington, New York, and I started playing guitar when I was five. And that was uh, about 50 years ago with my father. Is your father the one who taught you? <laughs> oh, he taught me a lot, and my father-in-law also took it from there and, and uh, showed me a lot more 
But yeah, my dad was the one that started me, took me to all the benefits and made sure I was where I needed to be around the people I needed to be around. Right, right. So, so you started yeah. five and then your formative years, you're playing the guitar all that time. What what kind of music were you listening to or what kind of music were you trying to play back then? Back then it was uh, old old country, George Jones. My dad said Hank Williams. If he didn't play it, we didn't need to. And uh, so we did a lot of Hank Williams and stuff like that. And as I became a teenager, I started listening to Pure Prairie League and Marshall Tucker Band and that kind of stuff. And kind of headed that direction. But, you know, we always played polkas and stuff and and uh, just the older, old country music, I guess, is where I started. Right, right. Um, Did it take you a long time from when you first started playing music to being able to play out in front of a uh, an audience? Like, when was the first time you actually went out with a band or even did something solo in front of a group of people? Or, or were you doing it at a, at a young age? I was doing it at a very young age. I, uh, I played my sixth grade graduation. I'm not sure how old you are at sixth grade, but sixth grade, I played the graduation. I played a song. And uh, we used to go to a place called uh, Ponderosa Park in Salem, Ohio. We used to go out there and camp. And uh, Conway Twitty was at our campground when I, I didn't know who he was. He came to our campsite, and I got to play his guitar, and I was about nine then. But we had a big family, big, we had corn roast and stuff, so there was people always when I played. There's always been people. So you met Conway Twitty? You say you played his guitar, I assume. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. And my, my dad got to play it quite a bit, and uh, they talked. I didn't have any idea who he was until the next day when he got on the stage. I, you know, I didn't know. Right, like but, the, the yeah. legend in uh, country music, at least during the, uh, the 70s. Oh, and even sure, sure. I shaked a lot of guys' hands, you know, uh, Merle Haggard, Porter Wagner, Kitty Wells, we... We spent a lot of time out there. It was fun. Right on, right on. We're talking with uh, Warren Cisco, local musician from the Jamestown area. You might know him from uh, several local bands. Who are some of the bands you're currently playing with right now, Warren? Ah, I'm, I have Day Old Soup, which is a band I've had quite a while. But the bass player went to he goes to Colorado in the, in the winter, so we do a thing I like to call it Fat Cat Freddy to kind of tie us over. And then I also play with Flossie and the Gunslingers. I do a lot of solo stuff. I play with Blackbird Express, which is the a lot of the former members of the Bogarts. And I just joined a band called uh, the Gray Brothers Blues Band. That That's a lot of fun. And I play with BLT, which is the Blue Lizard Trio, Billy Ekstrom, he, uh, up at Jermaine and Papillardo, not JCC. Right. He, yeah, actually, uh, the recording of this interview uh, earlier in the day on Friday is when it took place, but you're actually uh, taking off and performing with Billy this evening out in Allegheny? Yes, at the Hickey. Yep. Right. Yep. So you don't just perform uh, just in Jamestown. You're pretty much all over the oh, southern tier, it sounds like. I'm all over all the time. I actually, um, I'm not real well known in town anymore because I don't play a lot here, but I'm going to fix that this summer. Good. Good to stay hear. Stay closer to home. Right on. Uh, you dropped off some music here. I'm going to take a quick break and play another one of uh, your songs here. And uh, this one is one that you told me that you actually um, wrote, right? This is yeah. one that you wrote and recorded, and it's... My Baby's Waiting for Me. My Baby's Waiting for Me. We've got uh, Warren Cisco in the studio. We're going to talk more with him about his music and his, uh, his ability to play the uh, pedal steel, something you don't see a lot of musicians doing anymore. We'll talk with him about that and much more here on Arts on Fire. Stick around. More with Warren Cisco to come.
it is Sometimes it's not One thing's for certain My baby's waiting for me To come home To come home I will give you many different terms Once again, that is music from Warren Sisko, our guest in the studio this hour here on Arts on Fire. My baby's waiting for me. An originally recorded song. You you record a, you write a lot of music, Warren, or do you prefer uh, recording other people's music? I uh, I do a little bit of both. I'm uh, now with Blackbird Express. Uh, Chris Passamani said he wasn't going to be the only songwriter this time, so I picked up the slack and I've been writing some for them. But I I have probably ten twenty songs I've written, and I like to play cover tunes and with my band with my band i i uh i play covers that most people don't play i play like the b-side right you know so that you're not hearing the same thing that you just heard last week with the other band down the street right right so the, the, the while the band that whose music you're playing people might be familiar with the song itself they might not have ever right. heard before sometimes. right correct right on is it hard to um learn music that style of music or have you been doing it for so long where you don't necessarily have a hard time picking up even even the I, obscure songs the ones that aren't really uh easily known and available i uh yeah i don't have too much trouble picking them up and because uh i usually play with a three-piece and i like to listen to bands that got six and ten <laughs> and so we you know you don't have to learn i don't learn anything exactly the way they did it because you're not gonna anyways I, it's it's just my interpretation of their song, but I don't I don't have a whole lot of trouble learning usually. And if I do, I got a couple of good friends around here that can pick, like Howard McAvoy and Billy Ekstrom and Spencer Drake. Them guys, I can ask any one of them, and they can show me anything I can't figure out. Right on, right on. So so I mentioned about before this uh, most recent break is that you play uh, the pedal steel guitar. You've been doing that for years now, right? Oh yeah, I started when I was like fifteen, I think maybe thirteen, thirteen. 
seemed like, yeah. from what I've read anyway, I wasn't around back in the, uh, the 70s and whatnot, but it seemed like there was a lot more bands using pedal steel uh, back in the heyday of local music, if you will, where there was yeah. just about uh, uh, 15 to 25 bands playing any given night weekend night in Jamestown right. and a lot of them did have um, a pedal steel they played that country western style mm-hmm. of music and, and it's sort of declined over the years right oh yes it's it's there's not very many and most of them that are playing now are playing in their living rooms they're not out playing which is it's sad because it is it's I think it's a dying art in this area you know you go down to Nashville and places like that it, it's not so much a dying art there's people doing it but around here you know, I don't have too many fellers I can go play pedal steel with and just have fun. There's there's only a handful. Right. Explain the process of playing a pedal steel for people who may be unfamiliar. Obviously, it's a, a guitar that sits on your lap, but there's so much more than that because it's not necessarily sitting on your lap. You actually have to use your legs in right. addition to your arms when you play, right? Right. There's uh, a lot of people confuse it with a slide guitar. And the, and the slide guitar is nothing more than a guitar with a slide on your finger. And then there's the lap steel, which actually lays on your lap typically tuned in a different tuning. The pedal steel has uh, mine. I run three pedals and four knee levers. So there's a a lever on either side of each knee, and there's three pedals in front of me. And all of those pedals and levers uh, change the pitch of the string. So you uh, you can get really nice bending notes. You can manipulate any note you want to. And you can get that crying effect that people like to hear. And you use a volume pedal and a slow bend to get that. And it, it's it's a, it's an adventure, I guess I'd say. <laughs> There's a mine has a, I have two necks. I have a C6, which is a typical lap steel tuning, and then I have an E ninth tuning. And uh, and the E ninth is more the, what you hear on the records and the 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 new country and the C6 is what you hear in the old country. And so keeping the two tunings separate. And with with my pedal steel, the C6, I have five pedals that also manipulate strings for the C6 tuning. Right. Um, it, Sleep at the Wheel, that kind of music, you're gonna, that's lap steel. Hank Williams, the old Hank Williams stuff, that's early pedal steel. It's, they used to actually have the pedals on the side. Yeah. Yeah. It seems as though it's um, a lot of fun to play, but also takes a lot of work to to hone the craft and and get it down. I've been at it since I was 13, and I'm 56 now, and I'm still guessing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still guessing. I had good teachers. uh, Doug Seymour, he was a local legend around here, and uh, Cliff Golden back in the early days, both very, very good musicians, and they – they taught me a lot. Right, Jim Mike, Milks. Great know. uncle. I think you told me that you might have picked up one of his pedal steels when he passed away, Tony Steppy. Tony Steppy. I bought his his Fender, and I uh, actually, uh, Doug Seymour came to a bar one night and seen me playing that and thought I needed to upgrade and traded me. And that steel guitar is in Nashville now, that Fender 400. No kidding. Is in Nashville now, and it's being used on recordings. I think uh, I think Doug's nephew got it. So he he traded with you to say you need a better one, but he, he kept his up. for record. Oh, okay. Yep, he traded me up, and then he called me up like a year later and traded me up again. And then when he got real sick, he called me and gave me his professional that he used. Uh, it's a Showbud. It's very old. 
Right on. Did yeah. you still play the pedal steel? Because I'm trying to think. When I saw you with Flossing the Gunslingers, you're playing more lead guitar and things playing along guitar. those lines, right? Yep. You're, are you still with groups and doing the pedal steel out publicly? Oh yes, yes. Uh, the the, the uh, old soup, Blackbird Express. We use the steel, right? The old soup. I don't do much steel, but uh, Fat Cat Freddy. We're gonna try to go towards the Texas swing style a little bit, and maybe get an upright bass player. Anybody looking for a job, give me a call. Um, <laughs> upright bass yeah and uh we want to play some like a sleep at the wheel stuff some some of the texas swing and i'll be playing steel in that right uh, on. i also play keyboards with with the steel i have a little rack that i mount right to the steel so i can almost like a one-man operation over in the corner right so so what keeps you going you know one of the things people like to ask is obviously the music scene ain't what it used to be sometimes you'll play for a room of maybe uh 10 people if that and and yet People like you and a lot of the local musicians continue week in and week out to show up and do their gigs and uh, and look forward to doing it. So so what keeps you going? What, is it just being able to play with other musicians and, oh, by the way, you have an audience in front of you? Or do you appreciate every audience member, whether it's you know a group of uh, a handful of people or several dozen or hundreds of people? I'm there to play music and have fun. And whoever happens to be there with me can have fun with me, and I'm going to play the same no matter what. Because uh, I play music because I love to play music. It's like my safe place, I guess. You know, if I'm playing music, I'm untouchable. I'm happy. Life is good. Everything is as it should be. And if there's people around there to feed off of my fun, so I can feed off of the fun they're having, so they can feed off the more fun that I'm having. So we can just keep that cycle going. And pretty soon you have an energy, and it doesn't matter if it's one or if it's fifty. And, you know, I'm not there for the money. Yes, I charge, but that's not the reason I'm out here playing music. I play music because I like it. It's fun. Right on. It's, it's fun. You mentioned Blackbird Express, and I know um, Sean and Chris and a lot, uh, you know, the, the guys in, in the band. And I always ask them, when are you going to cut an album or when are you going to get out and play a bit more in the Jamestown area? I know Chris broke his hand recently in a, yes. in a, in a minor uh, accident, but enough for him to put him up for a little bit. Do you all plan to do some uh, shows as the weather gets warmer now and we see uh, oh, yeah. the summer concert season brewing? Absolutely. We were together last night. We got together, although we couldn't play music, we still were a band. And we got together and we had some fun and we talked. And, and Chris, is, he's hands doing really good. He's recovering fast and we plan on being out there as, as quick as possible right on yeah. well, i like playing the bogarts yeah. but i look forward to hearing what uh blackbird express lays down to i know you've done a few gigs here and there but i'm really looking forward to seeing you out a little bit more frequently in 2019 along with the other bands as well and like you said dale soup will be back in it once uh uh, Once Jim comes back from colorado we'll be back playing some more music maybe one of the few people that actually leave Western New York and go to an even more snowier climate in the wintertime, right? right? Yeah, his kid's out there, and he, he goes out there, and he likes to come here just so he can play music in the summer. And he's uh, He plays with his brother Stanley Barton and Amanda Barton, who you know. He's, uh, right. And he, he likes to come up here and play with us in the summer, and that's when the good gigs are. We we have jobs, Jim and I have been playing for God, 10, 12 years. Every year we play these gigs, and he comes back and plays. It's fun. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. Am I allowed to make a plug here? Yeah, please do. Oh, good. Um, Saturday, the 30th, down at the Chattacoin Club, they're uh, doing a blues weekend thing, or they're they're trying to set it up. And we are playing, uh, the, the Gray Brothers Blues Band will be playing 7 till 
7 to 8.30 Saturday, March 30th and that's at a, the Shattercoin Club. That band's fun. That's a good time. Doug Fain's also the drummer. I, I don't right. go far without Doug. Right on. Any other gigs uh, besides the 30th up, come, up and coming in, in the immediate Jamestown area? Mm, no, I don't think so. Right on. No. Well, I got the nightline here, and I always keep an eye out for... Uh, I am at a benefit. If, the benefit this weekend? Uh, no, that the 31st. Okay. Which benefit uh, is that? It's uh, for a lady named Becky. It's up at the Falconer Rod and Gun. Um, I'll be there from 3 to 5. My grandson's going to come and play with me, too. Right on. So, you know... If you're Keeping out it about, going, come and see that. Oh yeah, he's he's getting real good. That'll be uh, the day. Uh, that'll be Sunday, the thirty first. Yep. Falcon and Rotting Gun Club. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. Uh, Warren, it's been a pleasure uh, talking with you. Next time you come in here, I'll make you bring your guitar with you. I know that you've All been right. busy uh, running around, running errands, so we appreciate you taking time out on sort of a short notice to come in and talk with us this week. Anything else on the CD you want to feature here as we wrap things up? I know that we obviously uh, uh, played your your original song there just a few moments ago. What else have you got on there that you think would be a good way to close out this interview? Just go ahead and surprise people. I'm actually playing drums on the Nothing But The Wheel, and I'm not a drummer, so you know you might want to listen to that just for a laugh. <laughs> I, I do want to say with this CD, there's good notes and bad notes. I made it in my room, but it's uh, you most, make you all the instruments were by you then, right? I played everything, I sang everything, I pushed all the buttons on the recorder, I did all the mixing, I did it all. Right on. Yeah. Do it DIY, right? Do it yourself. Yeah. That's what well, it's all about. People have been asking me for years. Make a tape. Make a tape. So. Here we go. Right on. Here we go. This is uh, Warren Cisco here on Arts of Fire. Warren, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you out and about. We appreciate taking time out. Uh, take care, and uh, we'll see you when the weather gets warmer. That's for sure. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you. Way on past the boulevard, out here underneath the stars I've been, driving past the houses farm.
Once again, music from Warren Cisco here on Arts on Fire for WRFA, and that'll do it.